The 15 Minutes of Giving No Fucks podcast is born out of the Divorce Devil podcast. With the idea of forgiveness as a springboard for giving no fucks, the podcast was established. The premise is probably much different than what most people may think. We advocate that you still care, but you do not let the crappy decisions, situations, and or occurrences of other people or things affect your daily lives. A sort of weeding out the fluff. Enjoy the different viewpoints and positions of the wide variety of guests. Enjoy the refreshing take on just giving no fucks. Ah, welcome everybody out there to 15 Minutes of Giving No Fucks podcast. Yay! Episode 10. Kelly and Rachel here. Today we're talking about how not to give a fuck about the way the people you love shit on you. Damn. Okay. Booyah. Are you pulling these out of your ass? Uh-huh. Right? I, out of my ass. Yes. Yes. Ooh. I mean, sure, you know, kind of, well, drop. Yep. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So you should start, David. Yes. <clears throat> Let's talk about. Fuck them. <laughs> no, no, like, boom. Figuratively, podcast over. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. How you know, do you? Um, I, I keep it in perspective. Okay. Uh, with kids, spouses, uh, moms. I'm I'm going through something with my mom right now, mm-hmm. uh, where she's mean as a junkyard dog, man, just mean, and, and and will say anything, anytime. But I got to the point where I've got selective listening. Okay. And even though I love her, that's I, a boundary. I take her to appointments, you know, this, that, and the other. I I have her in my Apple calendar. We'll write fifteen minutes to an appointment. Not a word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is fine. Which is like that's, having that's, teenagers. That's that's, mm-hmm. that's just us. So, yeah. so I realize, you know, and then she she says something crazy. I just don't even respond, and she just looks at me. So hey, cool. Yeah, yeah. you're my mom. You gave me life. I'm, I'm gonna take you to your doctor. That's about it right now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. well, and that's self care, right? Yep. Hell so yeah. That's learning to not give a fuck. Basically saying, I'm not going to tolerate your disrespect. Yep. Even though you're related to me. Yeah. It's setting boundaries, which is really hard. For hard. People. Yes. It's really hard, but it's yeah. necessary yeah. because <laughs> it's like you're not doing them a favor if you don't set boundaries. Because what happens is, is that the disrespect or the craziness just gets crazier and crazier mm-hmm. until you put your foot down. And then once you put your foot down, it's probably too late. Well, once you put your foot down, you now become the asshole. Yeah, that's And then okay. you're the problem. I'm an asshole. I'm allowed to be yeah. mean to you now because you were an yeah. asshole to me for one second of yep. this whole 90 bazillion hours that we've been together in yep. the family. That I've treated you like shit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I've treated you, you like shit a bazillion times. And the one second that you speak up, you're now the problem that I mean the whole time. So I'm not saying, you know, you know, boom, boom them, but, you know, baby steps. Say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to take away your oxygen. You know, I'm gonna take away. I'm gonna take away your. I'm I'm, I'm gonna take away your water. Thirsty? Hey, no water today. I'm sorry. Yeah, just baby steps. Yeah, yeah. Take take away your food. Hey, let's let's put your bed in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) Let's. It's cold out there, man. It's cold as shit out there. I think the topic of like we, you know, you said your mom. My, I didn't set any boundaries with my mom until. It was almost too late. And once you did, it was awesome, wasn't it? No, then she died. Oh, well, that's, that's not <laughs> so your fault. So then once I understood her and should have set more boundaries, we would have had a better relationship. I'm now stuck with, oh, I know her story. 
I understand where she was coming from, but why couldn't she be the mom that I needed? But you're not stuck. That's, but that's, that's just here's all what the, I did with that. Okay. I have now become the mom I needed as a child. Negative learning. Children. Yeah. So I, yes. I am like, no, mine's positive. I actually feel like the last year I've broke a lot of traditional curses in my but family. You, but you're doing something different than what your mom did to you. Yeah. And so I wasn't going to stay in that. Because I knew my kids didn't deserve that. They didn't ask to be born. They didn't ask to come into a, a, a family of chaos and crisis and bullshit. Why not? Why can't I be the one that changes? Why can't you be the one that changes how children perceive their parents? Again, just because I'm punishing you because you're being an asshole doesn't mean I don't love you. You're gonna I love you, Morgan. I'm laughing at like hell inside. After I do it, I'm like, you dumbass. Yeah. Why'd you make me do that? You know? All right, Kelly, let's, let's get our guests before you take off. Okay. Hold on. Because <laughs> you know I lose, like, yeah, I, I know. I you just out. take off and I go. Know, but then I, I tend to feed off of the things that you say, so I like to listen to you talk. It, <laughs> but then she talks that, the right? whole 15 minutes. <laughs> Everybody, do you hear that? She Thanks for listening. Listen to me. Thanks for listening, so folks. We're David. over. Okay. okay. Here's my thing is, I, I struggle with being invisible, mm-hmm. and I also struggle with seeing both perspectives of, of the argument all the time. So Same. I can put myself and know how I feel, but then I'm always like, oh, but maybe they blah, blah, blah. And so I make excuses for people. Stop it. I make excuses for their shitty behavior. Stop and for it. the way that they treat me in a shitty way. Yeah. Um, and I need to stop doing that. The year of telling people how much of an asshole they are. It's true. Yeah. It's totally true. Like, and you can do that with tact. You don't have to come out and say, you're a fucking asshole. You might. You might. They might deserve it and they might be thick enough that they need to hear it that way. But not everybody. Like, like we were saying before, you need to know the dial. You need the temperature of the room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You need to read the room. And a lot, that's hard. Like it is hard. I've been in theater. I've, I'm a school nurse. I, you know, I've been a daycare teacher. I've done a, a bunch of things, right? The best lessons I got to learn how to feel the room is literally listen to your gut. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this person makes me feel nauseous, so there's something off. Or this person's like, I can't concentrate, I can't pay attention to them for some reason. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn your body's cues of yes. something that's fight or flight. Yes. So a lot of times, if someone is aggressive towards you or you know negative towards you all the time, and if you feed off of energy or you feed off of how other people are acting, you will respond. To that instantly. Sure. So I think you need, like you said, the temperature of the water or the spicy nice, whatever. You need to say, especially to family, this is this is how I'm feeling when you say that. Mm-hmm. And if they're not willing to work on that, that's not on you anymore because you've mm-hmm. told them. Correct. But if you don't you're tell right. them, you're right. they won't know. It's not on you. But then what do you do with that? Yeah. Like truly, what do you do with that? Because these are your family members, especially your children. Yeah. Like I realize spouses, you can choose to walk away if you want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Siblings, whatever, you can choose, but your children, like at you, least until a certain age, you can't just you, choose to be like, I'm you done take with you, that walk away energy and and you do some crazy shit. I mean, you do crazy Slash shit. Slash your tires. Yeah. Of the you car know, you bought. <laughs> um, you know, like if you they're driving, you know, take their take their but but you gotta find their Achilles tendon. It never works until you find. Oh, mine really, was my daughter's really phone hurts. every yes. single freaking yeah. time, and yeah. it was like I murdered her. And once her. you find that, yeah, you just you don't you don't take it away, but you squeeze on it. 
And then if it doesn't get better, you squeeze some oh, more. Oh, no, you take that shit away right away. No, you like, don't. No, you ain't playing. And the next time, <laughs> like, you take your phone. Okay. Yeah. Then there's anyway, a temper tantrum. <laughs> you got to find the Achilles tendon. Yeah. Is see, it it's uh, like, games? It's this vicious cycle thing, too, though. Yeah. Because then it goes back to what you said about being the parent that you didn't have and that you needed. And so then I struggle with that, too. And I'm like. Oh, yeah, but that's not being a bad parent. My parents never, never once apologized to me for anything. Yeah. I mean bumping into me or something silly like that but like if in a situation where they got mad at me or i got in trouble for something and then they found out later that i was not in the wrong there was never anything like a we were wrong yeah ever i never saw my parents apologize for a fucking thing and so that was one thing that was super important to me that to do to yeah. do and i do that with my kids so there you go regular break you, in but the you, cycle but you can't apologize for for Grabbing their throat. No, I don't yeah. apologize okay. for disciplining okay. them. Okay. I apologize okay. when I'm wrong. wrong. Like, okay. for, I'll give an example. The other day, my youngest, um, he has had a, a history of stealing some things every once in a while. And I went looking for something that I could not find. And I was convinced that he got, that he took it. He swore to me up and down, Mom, I swear, I swear, I swear. Whatever. I don't believe you. Well, then I thought, let me really look into this. And I did a little looking and realized I never even bought the fucking thing that I thought he took from me. <laughs> It wasn't on my receipt. I never bought it home, brought it home. Uh, and I thought he took it. And yeah. so I went back and I said, I'm really sorry. And that's okay. Yeah. That's, that's I perfect. kind of yeah. used your history there, but it, yeah. it let me, it fed yeah. me in that moment. Yep. Yeah. You know? So well, I'm being conscientious of it though, too. Like saying, okay, I'm going to be a better parent than I, than I didn't yep. get mm-hmm. or a better yep. parent that, you know. Negative learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, and we're all yeah. models for children, yep. right? So mm-hmm. you being able to apologize might lead to, you know, them someday going, you know, my mom would just say she was sorry. Okay. Because mm-hmm. sorry is a big deal. Yeah. Sorry is a big deal for a lot of people, especially when they never think they're wrong. True. Teenagers, moms, I raised you, I brought you into here. I, I'm wrong all the time, but I'd be like, uh, sorry, dude, my bad. You yeah, know, my or, bad. Yeah. And sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know how you want me to apologize, but my deepest concern when I'm apologizing, I'm authentic. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think when you have family members who, you know, this keeps going back to that. I think my journal is going to be called putting in the effort, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, effort. If mm-hmm. you are effortlessly loving them and they make a mistake, you're teaching them. This is why it's wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're just automatically going, do the dishes, do this, do that, da 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 da, and you're not contributing or putting any effort in, or telling them why they need to know how to do the dishes, yep. or why they need to know how to do their laundry, or why they need to know how to change the oil in the car, or get gas, and all this other stuff, it's learning life lessons. Then you're the problem. You're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. But if you're a parent who is honestly, authentically saying, "This is why I just need you to listen, do this," blah 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 blah. So there's a different, like my mom was just all bark and I learned only like, I hate yelling. Mm. The only yep. thing I got from that is you're going to turn into an alcoholic. You're going to do this because it's hereditary. You're going to do this. You're going to be mean. You're going to be bipolar. You're going to be this. And now that I'm not, I'm almost like, when, Who what am I supposed to be? When's the ball going to drop and something's yep. going to happen? When am I, when is that bipolar thing going to kick in? When is that crazy going to kick in? When am I going to become the alcoholic? When am I going to, you know, so all these things that I learned from her, I know she, I now know since she's passed why she did them to cover up a lot of her hurt. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know my mom as a human. That sounds funny. I know exactly what you mean. I yep. knew her as this mom. You're supposed to love your mom no matter what, no, no matter how good or shitty or whatever she is, you need exactly to. Exactly where I am right now. And you're supposed to. Yeah. But what if I can't? 
What so, if I can't get past the hurt or the... So there's no difference between you and I. Yeah. Your mom is gone. My mom is here. And it's no difference. Yeah. None. And the only yep. reason now in my head, like, I love my mom unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Do I... Do I understand all the things that she did in my life? No. But do I understand my mom? I I understand my mom and where she came from. And only because of other people's take on my mom. Other mm-hmm. adults telling me as her child what happened to her as a young girl. What happened to her. What happened. What caused her all these things and why she was the way. She, and my grandmother was just the same as my mom to her children. And so it was this thing that kept us cyclical. And, you know, now I'm like, nope, that's enough. That is enough hurt. All right, close it up. So you need to let toxic family members and toxic anybody be what they, you know, we always say, I always say, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Mm -hmm. But if it's a family member, if you care about them enough, you're going to say, here's my truth. Do it what you want. And that may mean we never speak. I haven't talked to my sister in almost three years, Mm -hmm. but I know in my heart I left because I had to, mm-hmm. or I might still be in this toxic relationship with someone I care about. All right. My, I think my motto going in is let them. I read a, a thing recently that was a poem about that, and it basically was talking about the positives and the negatives. When people are going to treat you like shit, when people are going to ignore you, when people are going to show you their true colors, let them. But on the other hand, when people are going to be there for you, mm-hmm. when people are going to hold you in their heart, and yeah. when the people are going to hold you close and, yeah. and love on you, let them. Yeah. Just I like that, but I'm going to add a little bit of Yellowstone. Oh, I'm taking everybody <laughs> to the train station. Go. So my Yellowstone take is, you know, when people treat you like shit, you know, let them. But when you got those young minds out there that are still undeveloped, you got to you got to put in the little the little rodeo. You got to make them jump a little bit. Mm-hmm. Either you put in the rodeo or you put in the cow poke you or, get, or you do something, but you need to fuck them up. So one of the stories with my daughter when she was being really shitty as a teenager, bad friends, all this yep. stuff wouldn't listen. We actually lived near Fort Dix McGuire for space. And so I remember like collecting brochures of like boarding schools and military camps oh. and all that sort of stuff. And then there was this one place by our house. It was a horse race, like a horse boarding thing for like Kentucky Derby horses and stuff. It's this long building. And by seven o'clock at night, the lights were out. The horses were asleep. Everything was copacetic. We told her that's where boarding school was. And you don't get to come home when, unless it's Christmas or Damn. Thanksgiving. Only Ooh, if you I sign like off. That. And so we scared her and she was pretty good for, you know, about a month. A month. <laughs> You know, and then I have a cousin who went to like boarding school in Cyprus. So I'm like, I can send you where Nora went to school. And she's like, wait, what? So yeah. Do you guys remember that scared straight shit? Scared straight. Oh yeah, Rawway Prison. Yeah, that was wild. Rawway Prison. Where- they got a they got a they got a special dispensation from the FTC to cuss. It's like I'll make you my bitch boy. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna be good. Yeah, students would be taken there. Lori yeah. Povich had a lot of them on his. Shoulder, yeah. remember yeah. that? They come yeah. on with the drill sergeants. <laughs> so I lived in Rahway as a young kid. My mom's that's, from Rahway, That's what they filmed at both times, just the one time? The, the movie with um, Rocky Balboa in it. There was two. Well, well, no, there was, there was a show. Break out or break in? No, there was a show where the FTC gave them a special, uh, like, two hours, and they went inside the prison, and it was geared toward youth. Yeah, I remember. Troubled yeah. youth, yeah. Yeah, troubled youth. But okay. it wasn't, wasn't, a, wasn't a movie, though. Oh, well, there is a movie about yeah, it. Movie? Uh, oh, Lisa, okay. Lisa. But anyway, um, so yeah, a lot of like um, my brother in law is 1503. She was ethics. 
Bye. Bye.